attention, please. I have something I think you all ought to know about. It seems that Mrs. Phelps doesn't think too highly of our worth. She put this team together because she thought we'd be bad enough to finish dead last, knocking attendance down to the point where she could move the team to Miami and get rid of all of us for better personnel. Even me? Even you, Dorn. What if we don't finish last? She'll replace you with somebody who will. After this season, you'll be sent back to the minors or given your outright release. Well, then I guess there's only one thing left to do. What's that? Win the whole fucking thing. That's right, motherfuckers. It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Brand new for the 2021 season. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13. And for the time being, we're on (laughs) Facebook. I can't even say fucking Facebook. Goddamn Zuckerberg. On Facebook for the time being, Dennis M. Roy over there. How's everybody doing? Yes, I know the last one was fucking boring as shit, but it had to get done. We had to go through the spreadsheet. This one's going to be a little bit more active, uh, but it is still a learning experience. We're going to actually go through FanDuel, Yahoo, DraftKings, kind of talk about what I expect for our cash game lineups for GPPs. Uh, Those are guaranteed prize pools or tournaments and we're going to kind of go through it uh just kind of stuff that i've kind of learned over the last couple of years couple few years i've been playing dfs for what god it's got to be six or seven 15 16 17 18 19 20 21 this will be year seven wow wow time flies when you're learning how to fucking win but uh yeah episode 248 that was the kind of a little bit of tutorial on how to read the spreadsheet uh like i said you either need the new spreadsheet or you need to have the old spreadsheet kind of handy to kind of go through it nothing's really changed outside of just the formatting purposes uh the old one was just one whole spreadsheet top to bottom uh, the new one is separated there. Each game has its own tab, which is going to clean it up a little bit for everybody. Going to make it a lot easier for everybody to read. So uh, hoping to have that done tomorrow, which would be Tuesday, September 7th, my oldest daughter's 21st birthday. Uh, so happy birthday to her. 
Um, so yeah, let's kind of get into this. Let's kind of get into what I'm expecting here. Uh, we're dealing mostly in cash games, GPPs. You know, the the whole point is to, you know, have a differentiating lineup uh, to win it. But <clears throat> like I've said before, for as far as how tournaments go, um, most of the time you're looking, say, FanDuel, you're looking at about 180 to about 200 points to really take down a tournament unless you're uh, able to pay up, able to afford to pay up. Uh, for single-entry tournaments, then about 150 160 you usually can take it. Um, but that's a hell of an entry fee usually to do it, especially if you're learning. Um, so <clears throat> play with, do what you want with your bankroll. Uh, I have basically learned my, ba- my base learning for playing cash games uh, in DFS. Uh, comes from the school of Jeff Manns over at Elite Fantasy, uh, specifically when he was over at Fantasy Alarm, along with Ted Schuster, Howard Bender over there. Um, also, uh, my thinking process comes from one Joe Pizapia, uh, who's over at Fantasy Pros for the most part. Uh, John Lobb over at Football Diehards, he's a really good follow. Um, he does a whole, uh, s- uh, thing on building, uh, mostly DraftKings lineups, uh, specifically for cash games over there. So I believe you can actually look at that stuff for free and his, and what he's teaching over there. So I do recommend, uh, checking a couple of different outlets out, uh, specific, you know, especially if they're free, you know, no cost to you. Uh, but you're getting a good uh, learning process on how to do lineup buildings and such. So take the advice, all right? Uh, these are very good players. Like I said, uh, develop my base. I do have my own specific way to play um, that I have been crafting over the last few years. Uh, does not deter too much, uh, but I do... I do actually implore a little bit more risk uh, tolerance into my lineups. Uh, We do strategic uh, lineup builds where uh, there will be kind of a boomer bust player that is, you know, somewhat in the lower end, usually at wide receiver, uh, somebody that we have pinpointed as having a really good matchup, um, somebody that would be a little bit lower owned, kind of gives us a little bit of a boost in our lineup. Um, so we start on FanDuel. Uh, if you want to, you can completely pause. Um, I'm going to go through FanDuel. I'm going to go through DraftKings, and then I'm going to go through Yahoo. Um, so if you want to pull those sites up and have them ready to go so we kind of look at what I'm looking at, um, it would be rather helpful. So uh, first things first, FanDuel. Uh, like I said, we're mostly we're mostly focusing on cash games, 50-50s. Um, if you look at, actually, I should go back in here first and go look into the lobby. Um, let's start here. So you're gonna, if you're in the lobby, you're gonna see, you know, free play, NFL, MLB, college football. We of course are playing NFL. So we'll click on the NFL tab there at the top, um, and what you're gonna see here is you're going to see 
tournaments, beat the score, multipliers, head-to-head, 3 to 100 players, and 50-50s. What you want to click on is the 50-50s. These are generally considered cash games. Um, a lot of times you want to, you're going to have to probably sort this. Um, the size tournaments that you want are usually 100 player max tournaments. Um, those seem to be the better ones. And then you can just kind of pick your uh, entry fee as you will. Um, right now I have $25. You're looking for the single. The nice thing about FanDuel is, is specifically uh, single entry for their cash games, uh, which is what we want. So you can do $25, $25 entry, $10 entry, uh, $5 and $2. I tend to do the $10 ones. Um, if you're new starting out, you're probably going to want to stick to like, say the $5 ones. Uh, but what you want is that hundred person max, um, contest. Single entry, like I said, top 50 wins out. Um, the thing with FanDuel is that you will end up paying out rake uh, right, you know, right out of the gate in the tournaments or in that contest. So when we talk 50-50, when we talk double ups, your $10 entry, if you happen to win, which we expect to win every week, um, you won't get twenty dollars. You will get nineteen. They'll take ten. They'll basically take ten percent of your entry fee, um, and they'll pay nineteen. They'll pay nineteen out versus the twenty. That's fine. Um, I'm willing to do it because it's an easier site to kind of get your feet get your feet under you as far as the cash games are concerned. Uh, DK gets a little bit more complicated just because it's the full PPR site where FanDuel's a half point PPR site. So half point PPR sites are look like I said, they tend to be a little bit easier. So uh you're gonna start basically if you click on one of the contests, this one's a ten dollar uh fifty fifty, no big deal. We're not doing anything, but you will see at the top <clears throat> in the top right um underneath the actual schedule, you will see that it says your lineup sixty thousand dollars salary remaining uh for an average per player of six thousand six hundred and sixty seven dollars you have your player list on the left uh you can have them all in one otherwise you can separate it by quarterback running back wide receiver tight end flex which can either be uh running back wide receiver or tight end and then you have your defense so um the general rule of cash games the way that i was brought up is that um you have to use as much of your salary as humanly possible right so you either want to use the whole sixty thousand dollars because you're trying to maximize um your potential for your lineup using that sixty thousand dollars or at the very at the very worst 100 200 dollars left um week one i don't really worry about it too much um I try to get as close to that to that sixty thousand dollar max on there, um, but I have deetered from that the last couple of years. Uh, pretty much as long as you get as long as you use uh, over fifty nine thousand of it, I think it's close enough uh, for your cash games, and that's based off of you know kind of like your defense. I do. I, 
defenses we've been able to really kind of find a low end uh, price defense and been able to find a really good matchup and utilize that to really uh, <clears throat> raise the potential of our lineups in our other spots at quarterback, running back, wide receiver, whatnot. Um, general rule is for uh, for FanDuel is that you want a 2x uh, or 2.5x your $60,000. What does that mean? It's two, two to two and a half times uh, you want your score to uh, – be above that sixty thousand dollars. So you're looking at roughly somewhere between one twenty and one uh, one thirty. Um, but I have raised our line up. I've talked about this in the past as well. Uh, we were one of the first. Uh, uh, I don't cite people. Um, it was really something that it talked about with uh, Steve Renner um, about was raising raising the bar on our lineups to uh, stay above what they call the trains. That's the the train is the lineups that are um, shared between anywhere from ten to twenty to th- I, we've seen thirty person trains. Um, where it's all the same lineup, uh, they all share it with one another, and they try to maximize as much as they can out of the <clears throat> uh, the actual entry that they're putting in. The problem is, is that most of the time that's done through a lineup generator, an optimizer, if you will. Um, so we've been really good at being able to stay on top of that, uh, stay in front of the optimizers, um, using really good thought, data, uh, just overall analysis on everything. And we've ra- we've bumped up our bar to 140. That's been a really, really good threshold for us uh, for most weeks. If you hit 140 consistently, you're going to win well more than what you're going to lose. And that has been proven the last couple of years. So 140 is what we're aiming for. <clears throat> That's why I have input a little bit more risk at times in the, uh, you know, quote unquote risk um, into the cash game, in, into cash game builds, uh, the write-ups and whatnot, kind of giving you that, that really solid, like this guy is <clears throat> technically a boomer bust, a cash game slash GPP play. Uh, but it's a well-calculated play that if it works out, it's going to help us hit that threshold. It's going to help us stay above the trains. It's going to help us stay above the actual DFS sites. So that's kind of what we're looking for over on um, FanDuel. Like I said, it's half-point PPR. Uh, So generally, we will pay up for our running backs. We'll pay... Higher end at quarterback, but not like generally it's not the top of the line. So if you go to quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, uh, even Josh Allen, probably not guys that we're going to pay for. We probably would end up being, you know, more in the Ryan Tannehill to uh, 
Kirk Cousins type range, kind of in that mid seven uh, to low seven range. Um, but we have been known to pay up at times, depending upon what kind of value we've gotten at running back. Uh, wide receiver, we generally will hit, will utilize middle of the road uh, priced wide receivers. We'll save a bit on there. Um, but depending on the build, we can get a high end uh, wide receiver if they're in the right spot. A tight end, generally, we've liked to pay down, um, but you do have to remember that. Uh, there are tight ends such as you know you know Travis Kelsey is kind of the um, poster child for this right Travis Kelsey very safe uh, week in and week out puts up a consistent number um, so maybe we will save a little bit at one of our running back spots our flex spot um, but definitely in our defensive spots a lot of people are going to try and pay up for the San Francisco 49ers defense against Detroit this week uh, it's a $5,000 defense. Um, we will generally stay down somewhere. Um, we try to stay down somewhere around four, four to three point, uh, to 3,500 if we can in there. So don't be afraid of, of paying down. What you're kind of looking for is you're looking for anything that could potentially, um, a defense that can potentially get turnovers, sacks, uh, stuff like that. So you really have to look at the matchups, um, who they're playing. It could be a real shitty, de- to be honest with you, it could be a real shitty defense uh, or a real middle-of-the-road type defense. Um, but like I said, you're looking for sacks. You're looking for poor offensive lines, um, turnover-type machines uh, in there, something that you can kind of take advantage of. We're going to deal with that a little bit more later in the week, but like I said, that's kind of what we're looking for. Um, we try not to spend a lot on the defense. It's mostly, you know, maybe a tight end. Uh, if we pay up, it's usually a tight end running back, um, maybe one wide receiver. It all just kind of depends upon if there is um, any type of value that we find to be good value and we are willing to take a shot on. So we move on to DraftKings. <clears throat> if you open it up in there. Um, we do need to go into the lobby. I do need to tell you where your cash games are. Um, you're going to click on the Sunday night. You're going to click on NFL. Uh, after you click on lot, click on lobby, click on NFL, go to Sunday, nine, 12, the 12 PM, 13 games. If you're doing the full, uh, they do split it up, um, between the early and late afternoon games too. Um, and then what you're looking for is you're looking for the, uh, if you scroll down, uh, you'll have all your contests in the white right off to the left. You'll see, uh, contest types. So you have all featured tournaments, head to head, 50, 50s and double ups, multipliers, satellites, and qualifiers. Click on the 50, 50s and double ups. Okay. So here's what a lot of people really mess up on. Okay. So you can do the mass like you can do ones like the massive five dollar double up. Um, as long as you see in parentheses next to it, it says single entry. Okay, you got your classic five dollar entry fee. Uh, Twenty two point nine thousand entries. Um, these ones you're kind of looking for overlay on there, and overlay is just. Um, uh, 
unused ent- uh, open entries, uh, unfilled contests, uh, anything where you can grab an advantage in there, it's it's pretty good. Um, same go. It, it's more advanta- advantageous in GPPs and tournaments. Um, but like I said, you're looking for a hundred a hundred people or more in your cash game. So let's say this one, which is at 6,600 people out of, you know, almost 23,000. Look, you only have to take on 6,600 people. These ones don't have to fill. It's guaranteed, it's guaranteed, it's guaranteed prizes in there. So, uh, not too bad. Now these ones, I'm going to show when we get down to, um, more of our contests here. Let's see, we gotta get we gotta get the right entry fee. So okay. So if you keep scrolling down, keep scrolling down, keep scrolling down. Um you're gonna have you're gonna find your NFL double twenty-five dollar double ups, ten dollar double ups. Now <clears throat> you gotta be careful when you're clicking in here because there's ones with only 62, 62 total entries in there, and then there's ones with 124. So you want the ones with the 124. So we're going to enter in there. Now, unlike FanDuel, DK is not paying out 62 spots, okay? They're paying out first place through 54th place, okay? So what they what they do is they take their rake. FanDuel takes the rake out afterwards. Uh, DK takes it out ahead of time. So truly, it's not really a 50-50. The top 54 of 124 pays out. Okay, so that means that there's uh, 70 people in there that are not going to win. 16 more towards the negative end. So you have to finish in that top 54. That's very important. You'll find that out. So, um, so we're trying to finish in the top 54 of 124. Okay. Uh, pricing, of course, is going to be different. A lot of times you'll see that the opponent rankings are going to be different. We're not going to worry about that too much right now. Like I said, as far as the opponent ranking, you know, defensive ranking, don't don't pay attention to that. Pay attention to it uh, in the spreadsheet, but remember that we have to go through that spreadsheet and determine if a defense has gotten better, stayed the same, or gotten worse. Let us do that work. Don't let DraftKings, FanDuel, Yahoo fucking tell you if it's a good play or not. Okay? That's the suckers that fall for that shit. That's the ones they talk about the sharks in the ocean and then the gup you know, the, the guppies and stuff that come in there. The guppies are the ones that actually use the rankings from the site, and that's a bad, bad fucking deal. So remember, full point PPR, so we like to have running backs that do catch the ball from time to time. Um, Derrick Henry typically will get pushed down a little bit in price um, because he doesn't do a lot of pass receiving. Nick Chubb is a nice, nice play usually. Um, 
over on TK in the right spots in the right games, uh, just for the fact that they'll they'll push his price down because he doesn't uh, get a lot of pass receptions. That would be Kareem Hunt, right? So, um, <clears throat> but you know, wide receivers that you kind of like in here, you know, paying up for say a Devonte Adams who gets a lot of pass receptions. Uh, Calvin Ridley, who's going to get a large target share. Uh, you know, a lot of these higher-end guys, like uh, even Stephon Diggs, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, not as much. Uh, but like, say, a Keenan Allen, who's always going to get priced down. Um, Deontay Johnson for Pittsburgh is always going to get priced down. You, this On this site, your mid-range wide receivers tend to become even more important. But you really want the guys that can accumulate those pass receptions or guys that can definitely explode with a lot of pass receptions or, you know, less pass receptions. You know, A.J. Brown, something like that could be curious uh, to take a shot on him, especially this week against Arizona with a very bad secondary. Um, I would seriously take a look at, say, a Ryan Tannehill um, AJ Brown, even maybe, you know, for a tournament, maybe even taking a shot on Julio Jones because everybody's so low on him. But really, if you look at Julio Jones versus AJ Brown, he's only $300 difference. So, kind of got to put that, you kind of, kind of take that in too. Um, tight ends, your flex, flex. Um, actually, you know what? I forgot to mention this too. Um, a lot of times, <clears throat> A lot of times when you're looking at that flex spot uh, for cash games only, um, I like to utilize three running backs in those positions. So you can start two running backs in your running back spot and then put in a third in that flex spot. Uh, the only time I'll get away from that is if I can't find a value uh, for in that flex spot. Uh, as my third running back, uh, then I will look at a cheaper wide receiver uh, flexing out four. Uh, double tight end has become popular too, uh, but it's gotten dangerous the last couple of years and really hasn't kind of worked out. Um, you really want a guy. You really want a guy in there that can really that can kind of really pop that lineup. Um, based on the fact that if you look at the salary here, so we had a sixty thousand dollars salary over on FanDuel. You have a $50,000 salary over on DK, average of $5,555 per player. Uh, on DK, you're really looking for 3X, so three times $50,000, uh, which translates to 150 points. Okay. Take all the zeros out except for the 50. Okay. The same goes with FanDuel. You take the 60, right? 60 times 2.5. Uh, 50 times 3. So 150. What have we started to shoot for? Same idea, right? Lineup trains and whatnot. Uh, specifically because you're losing out on those um, ugh, 16 extra spots, right? Um, 16 extra spots that fail. Uh, for your 50-50, for your quote-unquote 50-50, would we call these ones the double-ups. But um, we try to aim for 180, okay? 
a little bit tougher. Um, like I said, you really want to, you really need at least one pass catching back, if not two in there. Uh, you want somebody that you want players that are going to accumulate targets, uh, accumulate a lot of touches, you know, and that's, it goes for both. It goes for both, right? More opportunities to score, uh, more opportunities to accumulate points. So, um, Again, we look at, uh, say, the defenses, uh, 49ers at 4,200. That's really, really high. Um, you can take a look at a lot of a lot of the lower-end defenses. I mean, even the Washington football team, which will bring a lot of pressure. Granted, you know, the Chargers have uh, built themselves quite a nice offensive line. But, I mean, even the Washington football team, you're getting a $1,000 discount on. Um, from there, you're getting a $300 discount from the Packers versus New Orleans, um, which is it means that that Washington football team is really fucking cheap right now. Um, another one that I've really, I, I know that's going to be a popular fucking play is going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars versus Houston. Uh, $2,700 in there. They're right towards, you know, right in the, actually right in about in the middle now that I think about it. I never did check to see where Jacksonville was in here on FanDuel. Yeah, again, right in the middle, 3900 versus 5000 So an $1,100 discount over there. Uh, what did I say? 40, 42 so $1,500 discount over here on DK. So it's actually a better price uh, for a defense over on this side. Although, let's see if I can see. Colts versus Seattle. Seattle comes over. Maybe. Cardinals versus Tennessee. Fuck no. Falcons versus Philly. Mm. Eh. It's not too bad. Jaguars might be it, though. Jaguars might be it. I don't know. I'm going to have to really take a look at this. Ooh, for another 100 bucks off the Washington. You can get to Broncos. Broncos are actually a team that I'm looking at. Versus Daniel Jones versus a bad offensive line. Saquon won't be 100%. Denver's probably going to be the team for cash. Where's Denver over here? Yeah, you save about 900 bucks on there. So you're saving a little bit more over here. No, it's actually about the same. I'm completely wrong. But I mean, it's the same. It's the same idea of how you're building it. I don't stray too much um, from any of the three sites. It all just really comes down to, um, you know, cash money. How much do you have? How much do you have to spend for your teams? That's why I put in the pricing ranks, uh, so you can kind of compare and contrast against one or the other. Um. But like I said, you really, especially your third wide receiver, really needs to kind of be a little PPR machine. So that's why you kind of probably going to get a hell of a discount on a guy like Jacoby Myers versus Miami in the slot. He's going to probably be popular. 5,100? Maybe not. Maybe not. 5,100? Yeah, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Of course, you can get like a Sterling Shepard. 
Oh no, no, I went started. Ooh, look, you can get a Lavisca Chenault. Everybody will be on him. I get, I guarantee you he'll be pretty popular against Houston. Kind of like Corey Davis against Carolina. Jamar Chase is kind of. Jamar Chase is going to be really contrarian. Ooh, 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 Jerry Judy at forty-eight hundred. You know what we need to really look at? We need to look at our running backs. I bet you I have not taken a look at this. Where's Gus Bus? Oh, duh. He's not even on there. Duh. Oh, you know who's on here, though? See where Mike Davis is at. 5,400 versus Philly. He's going to be popular just because he's the only guy at there. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, it's going to be pretty nice. Highest priced player on both sides, Christian McCaffrey. Dalvin Cook right behind him against Cincinnati. That's going to be real fucking popular. We're going to really have to decide on that one. Right there. Really going to have to decide on that one. But, uh, yeah, like I said, DK is not really too much difference. Uh, it's just kind of your point your point totals that you're looking for. Like I said, 140, uh, we've bumped up our line to 140 on FanDuel. We've bumped up our line on DK to 180. You get up towards 180, you're going to be absolutely fine. Uh, we were finding out that we were trying to hit this 150 line, which had usually been the tried and true line, um, and we were just missing it. it. Trains didn't even, like, we were hitting it, but we were missing the cash line because, like I said, it's 70 people not making it in there. So that's kind of what was catching us more than, say, the trains. So uh, it was really kind of a old, flawed, um, uh, old flawed thinking um that really kind of caught up to us so bump up the line tend to have more success so you just gotta you gotta keep rolling you gotta keep rolling you gotta keep your head on a swivel gotta make sure that we're staying ahead of the curve that's really what we're trying to do so uh last but certainly not least we move on to yahoo uh yahoo's gonna be Technically, it's kind of more like your um, your auction, your salary cap leagues, uh, just based on the fact that you only have a $200 budget. So um, this kind of plays out a little bit different. They're, they have a strict um, minimum salary line of $10. Um this uh, on Yahoo, it's a little bit easier to tell you kind of where like your your cutoff point is, where your real value is. So your your quarterbacks, your good values will be <clears throat> anywhere from twenty five dollars up to um, you know around thirty thirty one. You know something like that. Those are pretty good values. Patrick Mahomes is always going to be forty dollars. Tend to try to stay away from all that. Uh, your running backs, your threshold uh, is generally right around 20 You get anything underneath uh, $20, it's a hell of a value. 
especially if you get a starter. Um, wide receivers about. Your really good value range is actually between like 15 and 20. Um, you move up. You move if you can get anything of value underneath thirty uh, for like a stud guy. Generally, you'll take a shot on it. Uh, tight end, I, t- I typically pay down. Uh, generally, fifteen dollars or under if I can. Um, especially if you if uh, they'll have pricing fuck ups. Well, where their tight end will really drop down there. Um, a lot of guys do not want to pay for thirty-three dollars for Travis Kelsey just because it takes you know about a sixth of your budget out of there. Uh, so that tends to be a really good spot, uh, usually with Kelsey. Um, if you pay up for that, if you pay up there, typically he'll have lower ownership because nobody wants him. Um, and like I said, you'll find you'll find pretty good value everywhere else. Defenses tend if you. You know their top price is usually around twenty dollars. Um, in this one, actually, where's San Francisco? Now, see, San Francisco's fucking dirt cheap over here on Yahoo. Okay, Miami Dolphins are nineteen dollars. San Francisco versus Detroit is only twelve dollars. Two dollars above the minimum price. So if you're going to, if you know, on FanDuel and DraftKings, San Francisco is the highest price defense, San Francisco on Yahoo only, you might as well just plug that into your cash games all day, every day and just take the value on it because then you can spend up a lot of other places. Um, FanDuel being a half point PPR site, you can kind of follow a little bit of the rules um, that you have on FanDuel. Now, 200, you can't really figure it out on 200. What you're trying to hit, though, is you're still trying to hit kind of that 140 range um, over there. Of course, you know, GBP is just sky's the limit. But um, 140, 140 has been a pretty good threshold uh, for the last couple of years. I've been playing on Yahoo for <sighs> shit. Since I started, since I started the uh, spreadsheet, I think I had Yahoo. Maybe the second year of the spreadsheet, that's when I added Yahoo on there. But I was playing a little bit of Yahoo. But it's a good site. Get familiar with it. The contests tend to be a little bit smaller. Um, some of them tend not to fill, just because nobody finds it. They, they most a lot of them. There's no man. There's no management fee or rake. Um, so it's it's truly guaranteed prize pools in there. I don't, they get a lot more money, I think, through their advertising and stuff like that. So um, that's where they're making their money. So just try to take advantage of it. it I love playing it on on here because it's a little bit tougher. You can kind of get it. I can kind of. I can pretty much get you around any of the any type of pricing issue. I can find you something even off of. Like, if you really like your lineup and you need a guy who's, like, dirt fucking cheap, I could pretty much find you a guy, okay? Um, And, of course, I wouldn't yell at you for playing it either uh, because I gave it to you. But I have to give it to everybody. I have to give it to everybody. So hopefully it's in a chat or whatnot. So, Uh, But Yahoo, yeah. Yahoo's really fun. I really enjoy playing these. Um, 
a lot of your NFL contests, like your fifty, like your true like fifty fifties here, um, they tend to fill up kind of quick. And I don't even mind playing in like say the five hundred the five hundred person ones with t- like a ten dollar entry on there. Um, they tend to fill up quick. Uh, generally, I'll end up in the two hundred uh, two hundred person fifty fifties. So you kind of have to get in there quickly. Um, the ones I really like to play. Oh, they restricted me from the no veterans. No. Um, you can get in the 50-50, the 100-team 50-50s uh, where there's no veterans allowed, right? So a lot of the Sharks, they can't they can't get in there. So hop in there a little bit earlier if you want to try uh, Yahoo Cash Games. Get in there earlier in the week. Um, FanDuel and DraftKings, you can wait till later. Um, I'll generally start reserving my contest for those, like, say, Saturday night. For FanDuel and DK, Yahoo, I'll be in there probably by Thursday. Um, I'll kind of stay on top. I'll try to stay on top of that and kind of tell you guys, um, you know, if I get in there on Thursday and a lot of shit is dried up, uh, I'll get in there and really uh, uh, tell you to get in there a little bit earlier. And we'll just... Try and figure it out. We'll try and get it. We'll get it. We'll get it. I love Yahoo. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Love fucking Yahoo. Because it's a lot harder for everybody. So, yeah. So, um, the only advice I would probably give everybody as far as, like, say, the tournaments um, are concerned is you're looking for single entry contests are good. You don't want to get too carried away making too many lineups. Um, three entry I like, and 20 entry max uh, GPPs are the ones that I like. It all depends on the contest itself, what I'll find. Um, I make one cash game lineup for each site. So there's one for FanDuel, one for DraftKings, one for Yahoo. Uh, I don't stray from that. That's what it is. I'll enter that into a a lower end or lower pay... uh, GPP tournament, single entry tournament. Um, and then I'll make uh, three tournament lineups for each site. So I'll have a total of four lineups on each site. Okay. They tend to be similar to one another. I don't stray too I don't I don't stray too far. And what I would probably like to tell you, and I will tell you. It is my philosophy is this. So there's a lot of different sites out there. There's a lot of, uh, you know, quote unquote DFS experts out there that know that they think that they know what's going on or they really do know what's going on. Um, the thing that a lot of people I think are failing at and not really grasping is with those sites they're so how do I want to say this there's a lot of thought processes that are out there but most of them will tell you that you need to be different okay 
with more sites out there as well, there's more information out there, which is technically making a smarter, you know, quote unquote, making a smarter uh, player. Okay, so everybody's pretty much on the same, on the kind of the same train. We do tend, I think we tend to find uh, more of the, more of the plays that nobody's actually seeing. But I think what happens with the tournaments is that everybody gets so enamored with, I have to be fucking different that they really fuck up their lineups. So what I'm saying is this, okay. You make your one cash game lineup, right? It can be chalky as fuck. We don't worry about that. Chalk means everybody's on it. You don't care. It's a good lineup. Gets us our point threshold, 140, 180, whatever. Base your GPP tournament lineups off of that cash game lineup. Okay? Be confident. Make a core four, if you will, of guys that definitely have to be in your lineup and work off of that. Don't worry about, don't worry so much about being different from everybody, trying to dig out a, you know, bottom of the barrel player that might go off for 20, right? What I want you to focus on is making the best plays possible. Making the most, having the most confidence in those players. What you're going to find if you base it off your cash game lineup is you're going to have uh, pretty much like three or four players that you're not going to budge off of, and you'll change. Uh, some of the rest of everything else, right? So you'll you'll maybe change up a defense and uh, a defense, a wide receiver, and a running back, right? Because you need to make everything kind of fit under the salary cap. Don't worry about hit, don't worry about maxing out. Okay, if you leave a shit ton of money on the on the table, it's fine, but just be confident in the plays itself. Okay. Like I said, too many people get caught in this whole I need to be fucking different, so they change every single fucking lineup. I got caught up in this. Last year, I started, I just started basing it completely off my cash game lineup, and I didn't stray too far. I'd move like two or three players. And what I found is that I was more successful doing that week in and week out than I was in any other year just going I'm going to stack this team I and then this lineup I'm going to stack this team and then in this lineup I'm going to stack this team you can do that okay you can do it I mean if anything what you do is you make a cash game lineup then you your first GPP lineup you change a couple of things uh maybe your your net, your second GPP lineup you change a couple of more things and then uh, your last one, you you just kind of go off the rails, you know. Low end stack, you know. What's going to be a low end stack, you know? Kind of just your high flying. 
you you should never expect to win with your your tournament lineups. You expect to win with your cash game lineups. But um, that's kind of my advice for everybody this year. And I, hopefully, there's a couple of people that I talk to in a every every week about this. Of why are you doing this? Why are you going so off the rails? And that's really how you you start losing a shit ton of money, especially if you're not doing the cash game lineups and you're just you say I want to be a tournament player, I want to do that. I think what happens is, especially if you're not if you're not putting in 150 lineups, you can't really expect to win. But um, you can be successful at it. I it's just. The more people that you put in your pot, you know, the more uh, players that you put in your in your till and your write up, right? Uh, players that are accessible to you, the more people that you try to take your fantasy advice from. Like there'll be people, there'll be people that are you know subscribers to like three different sites. And then they try to mix and match, and it's like you really need to stick. You really just need to stick with one or two, two at the most, um, and just kind of ride or die with it. I don't subscribe anywhere. I think for me, I think it's fucking stupid that these so-called experts are subscribing to other people's sites. Like Pro Football Focus, you know, does their own shit, but I never fucking look at it because they're they can't even get their wide receiver cornerback matchups correct so why would i trust them with dfs shit um but yeah it's it's really you got to get yourself focused on right runner and different you have to get yourself focused on a lower a lower number of players to put in your pool and then you have to start you have to start building a base and work off of that base. Now there'll be a lot of. There's a lot more players that I put in the write up than what I'd like to, but the reasoning behind it is this, and this kind of confuses some people too. Um, the reason why is you know I I list the players by position and I list them by. Uh, highest highest to lowest price based off of FanDuel price, right? So you'll you'll see you'll see the player, you'll see their FanDuel their FanDuel price and rank, uh, DraftKings price and rank, uh, Yahoo price and rank, all in order, right? And you, so you can see between the three sites. Um, and then it's easier for me if I go look. I like it more on Yahoo than I do on FanDuel and DraftKings, so I would probably only play them on Yahoo over there because you're getting a hell of a discount. But <clears throat> um, you also have... A lot of people can't seem to grasp the fact that the reason why I I have certain players in there too, like if I'm grabbing... You know, you've got your Devontae Adams, your Tyreek Hill, right? And then in the middle you have, like, say, this year would be, like, Robbie Anderson, Jerry Judy in the middle. Well, I still need to find players all the way down at the bottom 
just in case people need them for their lineup builds. And I think a lot of times what happens is, or in fact, I know a lot of times what happens is they'll people gravitate down to those lower-end ones, and they'll use they'll use nothing but those guys to do their fillers, right? Or you get the people that want to have they want to build it a certain they want to build their lineup a certain way, and then they can't find they. They spent so much uh, money at all the other positions. Now they need a minimum price wide receiver. Sometimes I find one. Sometimes I don't. I'm not going to force anything in there. But for the most part, I've got a pretty, a pretty nice listing from high price to low price. So you can build your lineup any which way you want. You just need to listen to the podcast and see if I actually you know, how high I'm actually on the play. You know, they're good plays. It's just, am I 100% trusting in it? But now I think I'm just fucking rambling because I'm tired of shit. I needed to get the second podcast out um, after kind of having my day get fucked at the end by uh, Mr. I want to drop fucking Kyle Pitts. God damn it. But, uh yeah, any questions you have on anything, um, your lineup building, uh, player pool, uh, just, you know, philosophies in general. If, if, if I confuse the shit out of you on this podcast, feel free to reach out on me again. Yeah. Uh, Yahoo. Good Lord. I'm tired. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, uh, you can DM me all the time over on, on those two, you know, Twitter, of course is more popular, but at Roy dog underscore 13. And then you can hit me up on messenger, uh, Facebook messenger over there, Dennis M Roy. Um, and I'd be more than happy to take a look at your lineup. Um, if you're having issues with trying to fit players in, you know, kind of talking shit through. So don't be afraid to reach out that's what I'm here for. I'm fucking doing this shit seven days a week, uh, all the way till the Super Bowl. Okay. So I'm here for you. Not going to leave you by yourself. If you're, uh, feeling like you're in trouble with some of the shit. So take advantage of it. Uh, keep listening to the podcast again, write up so 